Traveling the Vortex. We've joined the Doctor as she travels the Vortex and arrive at episode number 406, where we must beware the Death Eye Turtle Army. I'm Keith. <laughs> I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. How are you guys? Good. Obscure. I like it. Did you guys have a good week? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Mine was busy. I had elections on Tuesday. Was that last week? That was last week. Yeah. Election on free Tuesday. Free at last. Free at last. <laughs> election night Tuesday. And yeah, now I'm free of that. So I was just The commercials acting. are over. We are free yeah. at last. It was acting <laughs> night because... For, if you're a new listener, I work in news, TV news, so we were there late on uh, Tuesday night, but uh, yeah, it went well. And uh, this weekend, oh, I was so busy. Mason had volleyball, Caitlin had her play, she's in Radium Girls, well she was in Radium Girls at Topeka High, or Topeka High, Topeka West High. Mm, she get kicked out? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, Topeka West High had their uh, play, and it was Radium Girls, and they all did a really good job, we really enjoyed that. And um, I did watch something this week. Oh, I watched um, Christopher Robin. What do you think? It was a good movie. It's really it good? really cute. I enjoyed it. Like uh, it just kind of goes along, and then Pooh talks, and it's like I don't care. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I, 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 well, the one thing that I I think I took away from it is if I had believed really hard when I was a kid, my aunt stuffed animals would be talking now. But. Oh, you just didn't have believe enough hard belief, enough, I guess. You didn't clap your hands. <laughs> it was good. It was. It's, you didn't have Toy Story to help keep it alive. <laughs> that's man. right. That's right. It's cute. I really enjoyed it, and uh, all of the. I think all the characters were spot on. Uh, I love Ewan McGregor. He did such a great job. The story's cute and a lot of fun. So. And Mark Gatiss. Mark Gatiss, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Doctor Who connection. Well, Peter Capaldi was Rabbit, wasn't he? Oh, was he? I yes, he was. So. I think you're right. I didn't recognize his voice. I didn't either. But oh, I think I you're right. I think I remember hearing that. Very cool. I still need to see that one. <laughs> I th- oh, I finished uh, The Light Fantastic, which is the second Discworld book. So, which mm. is re- And discovered that there is a... I don't know who who did it. It's, it's, it's clearly British, but there is a... On Amazon Prime, in 2008, they made... A, a little limited TV thing from the first two books because I had forgotten. I'd oh, yeah. been the, so long uh, since I'd read the first book. It, it the color it, of magic. Yeah, yeah. it, it mm-hmm. drops off and picks back up right in Life Fantastic. So I guess there's a four episode or maybe three episode. Uh, it's called the Color Magic, and uh, so I watched the first episode. Of it. And it's got uh, Tim Curry as uh, the bad guy. I can't remember the wizard's name. Um, it's got Sean Astin as Two Flower, the tra- the tourist, and the guy that's playing Rince when I don't recognize, but it's taking me a long time to get used because that's the the guy that's playing him. His mannerisms and look are different than I had imagined when I read the book. But I thought Tom uh, Sean Astin would be the same way when I realized he was playing Two Flower. But I I love the way he plays Two Flower in this in this show. So, did you guys do anything? We watched Ocean's Eight. It was okay. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. It was kind of there. It didn't have the same pizzazz that the other Oceans films did. I don't know. There was just something missing. I'm not sure what. That's pretty much all we did. We've knocked out Rocky Three, continuing our, our rewatch of them. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Inadvertently. Inadvertently. 
Pun um, unintended. Once again, I find myself pretty amazed. Apparently, I've seen clips of it. I've never actually sat down and watched Rocky Three. This is the first one I feel like that probably sets the template for the rest of them because the first two are fairly serious films, <laughs> or at least trying to be. And then Hulk Hogan shows up. <laughs> and I laughed for like five solid minutes. And Mel looked at me. He's like, are you all right? And I was like, I, I would have remembered this if I had seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. We did a film fest this weekend. We're waiting on results. It's uploaded. You can't watch it yet. It's still oh. secret. It's still secret. Do you think safe. it went well? Uh, the part that I was involved with, yes, I think. Uh, I think the pitch session and the, the screenwriting went, uh, went went pretty well. That's good. I understand the rest of it went fairly okay as well, and uh, this is the one that uh, we won last year with uh, the team from Berkeley. This is the film festival, the Four Points the Film Festival. Oh, uh, the one that wound up going to Cannes, and mm-hmm. not the movie that won last year. Right, <laughs> not resubmitting the same movie. Yeah, 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 yeah no, that's, <laughs> that's different. Uh, no, we won this film fest last year with a different film. And so we kind of felt like, well, great. Now we have to step up our game and prove ourselves to try and do two in a row. <laughs> yeah. so. I've seen a rough cut of it. It looks good. All right, well, shall we move on to uh, news? Let's. So yeah. there's going to be a new Doctor Who exhibition planned in Cardiff. Obviously, this is the same location. Let's let, let's back up on that because I read this article. There is a plan to have an exhibition. Okay. They aren't. They haven't planned it yet. There is a plan. A new to exhibition have one. is being planned. Yes, there you there go. You go. How about that? Yes, in Cardiff by BBC Studios in association with Cardiff Council. This time it will would be in Cardiff Castle, which is in the very center of the city. There's no other details other than that. <laughs> Do we know how big Cardiff Castle is? Again, that article really makes it sound like this is like rudimentary right now, and there's not it's a lot going on. Due to be operational next summer. Wow, that's pretty quick. Well, they have everything. All I got to do yeah, is transport it over, set it up. Take it over and set it up. <laughs> do maybe some refurbishment on the castle. This doesn't sound like it'll be the as immersive experience either. This no, seems I don't think like so it'll either. be more of just an exhibit. But yeah. I think Cardiff is. Missing its Doctor Who revenue, <laughs> tourism revenue, which is great. It's they great want for their the movie show. Check. It's great. Yeah. yeah, it's great for the show. It's great for the series. It's great for people that didn't get to do the experience. So it's great for Peter Capaldi because now he has a place to hang out since he's not working. <laughs> oh, he's working. He was in Christopher Robin. Not as hard. <laughs> he can sit down to do that job. That's true. They've got a uh, security guard position for him. So. <laughs> What else we got the news? Uh, our other bit of news is Big Finish announced another piece of their Legacy of Time box set that's coming out to celebrate their 20th anniversary. It's going to be the Fifth Doctor, of course played by Peter Davison, meeting Jenny, played by Georgia Tennant. Which is very cool. It's a little family cool. inception stuff going on there. Should I go by Georgia Tennant now? That's what this article says. Okay. Because I know that for a long time, even after they were, uh, even when I think after they were first married, she, I think she, she went was by still Moffitt going still. by Moffat, but that's because that was her stage and film name. Yeah, Big Finish says Georgia Tennant. So. Uh, I don't want to poo-poo this, but I, I can't help but wonder if the, the Big Finish guys are just, you know, if there's a big room and they've got all the wiki stuff up on the walls. There's just nothing but no cards with Doctor Who characters and plots and monsters, and they're throwing darts. 
and seeing what comes up that oh we haven't done that yet. It, it, <laughs> it almost I, I don't want like I don't want to besmirch them because I think that they they've done some incredible stuff and they always do some great storytelling. But it it almost feels like we're at a possible jump the shark era of Big Finish, where as you said, we're throwing. And putting every single yeah, possible combination we can think of. Something at the wall and seeing what sticks and then saying what. Which I guess after you've done 20 years of Doctor Who and and Big Finish has always been and never been shy about admitting that they are, you know, a 50% fan service. I mean, they, they, they do these gimmicky kind of things and they always seem to pull them off and make it work. But I just always have that air of, I mean, I guess there there's a lot of original material there but when you're utilizing characters and monsters that are already in your coffers i i suppose well, you do you, what you can and you can also give it a little bit of forgiveness because it's a big anniversary special well that's certainly true yeah. too but it seems like they're i guess this whole year's been kind of their 20th anniversary yeah. because they they've got that new uh uh, I came out a couple of months ago with i can't remember the name of it but it's got uh, the seventh doctor and um uh, Oh, the guy that was the mobster guy from the... Oh, uh, Glitz. No, uh, the Penguin. What's his name? Uh, oh, Frobisher. Frobisher. From Frobisher's com- early comics, and I think he was in the one one of the crossovers or one of the big finish that they did with Frobisher. I can't remember his name. Uh, hmm. Dog something. Anyway, so they and they just released that, which I, I yeah I was static. In fact, I bought that because I want to listen to it because that was <laughs> you know that's kind of an era that I really like. Um, but it just kind of just because it has this air of maybe yeah they're they're kind of just, just a tad too much seeing maybe. what we're doing. But in, you know, in Big Finish's defense, if I was in charge of Big Finish, and yeah, I doing, had I had I'd Tom Baker, I'd be thing. like, "No, you don't get a break. I will bring you a <laughs> coffee and a sandwich, and you're going to sit here and record Doctor Who." And we're going to give you every possible I companion I can think of. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, I, yeah, you, you, you work, you Mister. Want, you don't want to write him off. <laughs> I want. I want more. It took them so long. To get him to come on board, that they're probably you know kid gloves still. Kid oh, yeah. gloves. I'm, I'm sure they're treating him well. I'm, I'm sure his cell is padded and has a very nice <laughs> armchair and maybe a television for those five minute breaks in between recording sessions. Uh-huh. No, it certainly is exciting news, especially if they get to work together, father and daughter. So. Yeah, kind of neat. Looking forward to that one. It's going to be a box, it's be a box set famous. of a whole bunch of odd combinations. Anyway, no so. matter what I say. I'm still going to be looking forward to it. And you're still going to enjoy it when yes, you listen to it. That's exactly so. right. And it's, you know, big. that's another thing. is Big Finish does not have a TV, a new TV audience to appease. They are appeasing the fans because that's who come to Big Finish and listen to it. So you know what? They can do what they want. Well, Absolutely. and when you're pairing new series stuff with classic series stuff, you're more likely to get the new fans into the classic series this way. That's true. Yeah, yeah, there's a higher bridge. potential. Yeah, it's also one other bridge to you know bring these two. That's just what I said. That's just what I said. No, you were talking the fans. Oh, you mean the actual, I, I an mean, actual I mean, bridge? An actual there is, bridge. There, there's a bridge right there for for, so. for, for those. It's new... called the movie. <laughs> yes, you, you you and I know that as old Who fans because we've embraced all of it. <laughs> but for the new Who, and I'm using the air quotes. They sometimes forget that season one is not Eccleson and that you have to actually go back more. So this is all of a sudden, look, they, this, uh, this is all here. Yeah. And it strengthens that bond that this is all one show. 
the unity. Even though we've devolved to calling it New Who and Old Who. <laughs> Classic Who. Classic Who. Old who. <laughs> call it New Who either. Well, if you do call it New Who, don't spell it in you. New, Sean. New I'm looking who. at you, Sean. <laughs> Because it's not new who, it's new who. <laughs> Anything else in the news? That's it. All right. Now we can get a chocolate new who. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have those in England? Is you who an English thing? It's probably not. Way too much sugar. No right idea. It to be a, yeah, it's probably too too, too sugary. It's to be. very very much an American thing. Why? Why'd you look like that? I was trying to think. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were deciding that we were being disparaging to the Brits because it no, was too sugary. No, was but it's true. It they, our a, stuff is very sugary. If there would be, I was trying to think. What could I Google to find out if YooHoo was sold in the UK? <laughs> Go Google is YooHoo sold in the well, UK? Or... <laughs> yeah, but it's called UK Y O O K Y. What's to, a, what's I went a, to the UK to get a chocolate <laughs> yoo-hoo for new who. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to feedback. Our uh, feedback comes from Holly. Holly writes, Demons of Punjab. Hey, guys. Really love the backstory that we got about Yaz's family and the mini history lesson as well. The aliens were interesting this episode and why they came to that spot in time that they did. The scenes between Graham and Yaz were great. I'll say it again, the interactions between the companions have been hitting the right marks for me. Finding out the real story behind why Yaz's nanny came to Sheffield and the broken watch makes the opening of the story that much better. And the conversation between Yaz and Nani at the end was a fitting touch as well. Not much more to say. I will wrap it up here. Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Thanks, Holly. Holly. Did we mention the uh, November book of the month uh, for the uh, Traveling Vortex Book club on uh, Goodreads. I don't believe we did. So, do you know what it is? There, I'm Keith? trying to pull it up right now. I do. I haven't looked recently, so I know the poll for December's up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's some Christmas fair on there. Yeah, we still need to decide what we're doing for our Christmas. Uh, that's coming. The up. November book is the Women Who Lived. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, I should have known. I just bought it last week because of that. <laughs> My memory is so bad. My memory is so bad. I just looked there and went, oh, I need that book, and I bought it. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. So if you're... Why uh, do we trust you with anything? I don't know why. That's why That's why you guys do all the heavy lifting, no, and I just, don't. I just edit. We, we that's really, some pretty heavy lifting there, Glenn. Yeah, well, that's different, though. I mean, if I remember to sit down and do it, then we're in good shape. So I think we really kind of defer to you when it comes up. What was the name of that episode that had that thing with that oh. guy and that one? And you go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's that little crap that I remember. It's this <laughs> stuff that it's the important stuff I can't remember. Where did I park my car? Exactly. <laughs> Where is this car? Where keys? did I park my car? Oh, it's in the parking or the driveway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's outside. <laughs> Keith, how can people contact us if they want to send feedback? You can send it directly to feedback at com, or if you're on Facebook and see one of our posts, click on through and there should be a send us an email tab up there. Or you can go to our website, travelingthevortex.com and click out the fill, us, the fill out the send us feedback section. 
Surprise! I remember to come here every Monday. <laughs> All right, it is well, pretty impressive. Sure there was the one week you there was the one week. There was the one week I did forget. <laughs> Dude. I wonder where Glenn's at. <laughs> he sure is late. Oops. <laughs> All right, should we move on to our review? Yes. Yes. Demons of the Punjab. What's the point in having a mate with a time machine if you can't nip back and see your grand when she was younger? India, 1947. The doctor and her friends arrive in the Punjab as the country is being torn apart. While Yaz attempts to discover her grandmother's hidden history, the doctor discovers demons haunting the land. Who are they and what do they want? I quite enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, why don't you start this week? No, Keith, you start this week. Yeah, Keith, you start this week. I really like this one. Keith, you start this week. Um, He really liked this one. Weren't you listening? Nearly... (laughs) I like the fact that it was, for the most part, a near, uh, uh, it, okay, let me start over. <laughs> you were going to use the H word, right? I you? was. <laughs> it was nearly a historical. <laughs> it was a partial historical. Now, uh, I like the period that it was set in. I like the history of the episode and how the aliens in it weren't the actual threats. I really like that aspect of it. And... The fact that, uh, yet again, this season, hatred is the enemy more than anything else. I wonder I wonder if it's becoming a theme. Hatred, fear, and bigotry. Yeah. Yes. I, and I don't think it's because of a female doctor, either. I think it's because of the times we're in that any showrunner would start telling these stories. I think so, too, yeah. I think a lot of people would jump to the conclusion of, oh, well, they're being so PC, blah, 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 because it's now a female doctor, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think that's the case at one bit. Um, I love the exploration of Yaz's family and her grandma's backstory. And I, I was on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what was going to happen, knowing that that wasn't her grandpa and where the actual grandpa was going to fit in. and just What a terrific device to set yeah. it up that way. We're going to go back find out more about her family. She shows up and things just aren't the way she understands them. And I thought that was interesting. And, you, and you not begin because, to think because of the aliens. Yeah, not because of an outside influence that's, you know, messing with the timeline. It's because, it's because she, just, she just doesn't know or her grandmother yeah. has never told her this. And why would she want to talk about the husband she had for only a couple of hours? I mean, that's such a <laughs> was such a heartbreaking ending. But so bittersweet too to see Yaz and her grandma at the end talking and Offering to tell the story and Yaz being like, no, I'm okay. Yes, to all of that. Um, I was, um, like you, I, I was I was excited over the idea of a histo- oh, and then the alien showed up. So it's not doing that. It's a period piece. But it is a slice of history that I'm ashamed to admit. Once again, I don't oh, know anything about. Me neither. Um, I knew it was a thing, but that's kind of the extent of... And, uh, and and once again, I now know a little bit more about history thanks to Doctor Who. I'm sure my, my book report on the OK Corral will go gangbusters. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> All I did was write down lyrics to the, <laughs> the saloon. Um, but, um, yeah, it's um, we, we've kind of been clamoring for, for Yaz that we, we you know, we feel like we I feel like we've kind of developed Ryan and Graham a bit more maybe than her and um, 
she's been there, but she hasn't really gotten that big, big, big moment yet. So this was okay. This is the Yasmin. Yeah, so we got great. An acrid, an acrids. The spider episode. Arachnids. Arachnids <laughs> in the UK got to develop her quite a bit more than the other two. Yeah, I guess. Well, I think, I think the difference is. I think I blocked that one because there were spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I think the difference is with Ryan and Graham, it's easy to, to continue to develop them together. Because they're interconnected. Because right. they're interconnected and they're traveling together. You don't have to have something back home to help develop the character. You can continue with them. And yes, you don't have that. So you kind of need what's going on in her family to kind of help develop. Yeah, I don't know if I totally agree It's an agree easier jumping that. off point. It is an easier It's an easier jumping off point. I agree with you, Keith. Just because they're there, but I mean, they, they maybe just because as of yet we haven't gotten the stories that you would think that we would get with Yaz. I mean, she's a policewoman. We could do a whole, there's a whole ripe material for that that they haven't touched yet. The whatever relationship between her and Ryan, which I'm kind of glad they haven't touched on yet, but potentially it's there. You know, there there are opportunities, but um, no, I, I I enjoyed the, the setting. I will say this for the new season: they are really either blowing a lot of money on location shooting or being very clever with how they're blowing their money on vacation <laughs> shooting because it feels like we've had just some outstanding settings well, in the a lot cinematography of, of it also is just phenomenal the yeah highlights wherever you're at so well it's it's been really gorgeous um and i think we've only had one rock quarry so that's and that was yeah. in the first one so you know that's kind of a rock quarry and a construction site yeah <laughs> but um this one, it, um, I really enjoyed it. I really appreciated it. And I had to, I, I had to sit and think about it for a while because when it ended, once again, I was kind of left with that. I'm not, I'm not sure where I stand on it. And I think this one kind of crystallized it for me because so far, this is in my mind, this has been the strongest episode of the season so far. And in my mind, I think that what I'm coming down on is that, as you mentioned, with the, I don't want to say PC, but with the, the, the direction that we're taking with the storytelling kind of being a little more overt in our political messages about, just don't be a jerk, you know? I mean, the doctors kind of always had that, but now we're, we're really hitting you over the head with that. And at first, I wasn't sure that I was okay with that because... It's not really what we're used to. They've been creeping it in there, you know, as the show's gone on. They're being less subtle about it this season. Yeah, it's very much less subtle. And I think Doctor Who is maybe evolving into the show it should have been from the beginning. If that's kind of a weird way to put it. But when when you have a character like the Doctor, and we've made excuses, or maybe not excuses, but we've made exceptions for some of the things that went on in the show in the 60s and the 70s with sexism or racism or or whatever um, because of the times in which it was created and in a way this almost feels like they're trying to say well this is this is where we should have been at to begin with and we recognize that now and I can see why some people are not okay with that you talked about the people going oh it's so PC now because it's not the show they started off with It, it really feels a little different 
but I think I'm okay with that. I think I think I like the direction. This, as I've been saying, that I want Jodie Whittaker to finally be given something to do. This kind of feels like maybe they've gotten settled in, and this is where we're going to go with it. Okay, cool. Now, this is also, I think, the first one that's completely not written by Chibnall. Yep. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with yep. my dissatisfaction is on his shoulders as opposed to anywhere else. But um, did you think the doctor had plenty to do in this one? Well, she got to do some awesome science. She did get to do some awesome science, which was great. Um, and she got a couple of great heroic moments. I really think we're relying on the Sonic too much. And yeah. I saw ever uh, since the series came back. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's you can use that complaint about every season with every doctor with every, uh, well, probably not six. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, it was Yaz's story, so it was appropriate for everybody else to kind of take a back seat for that reason. And once the alien threat was revealed to not be an alien threat, the doctor could step back and just kind of be, okay, as long as you don't touch the baby, Rose, uh, we'll be okay. Yaz listened. No, she, well, yeah, she did. <laughs> kind of. Enough. Too nice. I'm just, I'm just too nice. <laughs> this is what you get. I've always liked the the social commentary. I think it's it's okay. I think that the, there's there's always that treading the ground of of being too heavy handed and going too far. And I don't think they've done that this season. I think there's been a few instances in the past where they've gone they've gotten heavy handed with it, but I, not not this season at all. I think it's it's all been balanced really well. As again, it's it's really really good storytelling. It's 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 impactful. It's emotional. It's exciting. There's action. There's comedy there's i mean it, it, it every episode this season for me has hit all of those points and i think it continues to do that i just i continue to just i i love this crew i love this tardis crew i love their relationship i love how laid back and how they they've just gelled from the beginning how they 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 really feel like a team more so than probably any team mm-hmm. that has traveled with the doctor in the past these guys feel like they just work together really well they really feel like, and i think it's it it's hit on early on when she talks about them as not being companions but being her friends and that's what this whole series has felt like that it's a group of friends yeah and and so it's a different dynamic for a relationship with the doctor that i think is really kind of cool that they're exploring this um We've we've always had friendships in the past. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. It just it's it's working so well and it's gelling so well this time. Well, it's usually not a group of friends. It's the doctor and his best friend, like when he was with Sarah. Exactly. Or Amy Pond or, yeah, yeah. It's it's never been. Here's my my gang. Right. This well. Well, and it it also at least within the confines of Chocolate New Who, um, we had companions that were very romantically interested in the doctor we've had companions that idolized the doctor we've had companions that um you know they, they've never really just been on even footing with him which is you know the show's designed for that but we've had you know student teacher relationships we've had um you know savages romantic. and we've romantic. romantic we've had uh you know far future um and we've had antagonistic we, we've kind of done that and this really had, uh, this feels like the first time that we've just had some genuine the, you know they enjoy their time with the doctor but they don't need her yeah 
as opposed to previous companions that like, I don't know what I would do without you. You're the most magical, wonderful person. You know, and and in a way I'm, I'm kind of glad that we've gotten away from that because I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm right there hero worshiping with the best of them going, yeah, this is cool. But, um, this is the first group that, cause even with Amy and Rory as close as the doctor and Amy were, and you really felt that there was those romance overtones initially. And then there was the jealousy overtones once Rory came in and then the three of them had this very cool dynamic, but he was still much, much, much more closer to Amy than he was Rory. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like your buddy gets married, but you're still friends with the, you know, with That's your buddy versus the, and, and, and it's just that kind of stuff. So this is the first group that really feels like they're, they're just very, very well balanced. And because Ryan and Graham have their kind of weird oddball relationship thing, you would think that they would butt heads more, but they don't because they are family. And then Ryan and Yasmin are the same age, so they've got that connection going on. And Graham being older, in a way, kind of relates better to the Doctor, even though they're not on the same plane. But she's, I don't want to say immature enough, but just laid back enough about it that, you know, she's not reminding them every four episodes that I'm a Time Lord and I walk in eternity like Tom would. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just working. It really is clicking. And I really liked having Yaz and Graham paired up during this episode. It was a pairing we hadn't really seen too much of, and I really enjoyed watching them together. Mm-hmm. As, as much as I enjoyed then Yaz going off with the Doctor to go do their thing, and then the guys going off doing their thing. It's kind of nice to have Graham be a character that can, you know, be a buddy and a friend and, you know, be fun and funny, but also have take kind of a parental uh, position as well at certain times, especially when he's having more of that uh, uh, patronly discussion with Yaz and because he's had some experience before and, you know, explaining to her, making her able to look at something from a different way. I kind of like that he's he's this really versatile character, and I think that's what he's I like a lot of really him. shaping up to be the heart and the humor of the team. I agree. I agree. He's very Ian Chesterton. Yeah, that's funny. I was just about to say that. Really? Just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know there was some some rumors initially that he was somehow going to wind up being the son of Ian and Barbara at some point. Um, which again, I'd have been all right with that too. But uh, I, I just he, he's got that same kind of parental teacher friend. All all not not quite action hero, but <laughs> you know. Other than that, all the stuff that Ian brought to the table, I feel like Graham brings to the table, too. I think uh, we'd be remiss to point out that you were talking about the social commentary and how there's a lot of it this year, and I agree, I agree with you. But let's also not forget our history of uh, the third Doctor era was very heavy. Oh, that's true. That's true. Social yeah. commentary, tackling colonialism, tackling environmentalism. And, you know, So... This isn't new territory for no, you, it isn't. but I think we recognize it because, number one, we're living in these times, and so we're a little more connected to that. And number two, I think the social commentary in the Third Doctor era was very much subject to the region, to the to the UK. Yes. And I think this is more of a broad world view 
of social commentary. So I think that's why it's a little more noticeable to us now as well. And I think they were still trying to mask it with metaphor in the third Doctor's era a little bit more than they are currently. Yeah, that's right. Where it's straight out obvious that racism was the enemy in Rosa. The Green Death pretty much (laughs) environmentalism. But I think the mutants, which I think is the commentary on colonialism, as well as... uh, Like Happiness Patrol later. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that... Yeah, they are a little more overt because they take this the situation and they place it in another scenario. That's right. just is you look at the previous examples of it, and it, it's very Star Trek. It's a social commentary, but it's got a code of sci-fi paint on it, right? Because right. we're on another planet, we're dealing with another race. We're it, it's 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 one of the I've always viewed the Third Doctor social commentary as it's there if you want to look at it, but you don't have to see it. This you cannot look at it without seeing. It. That's certainly true. Yep. Yeah. And I'll freely, I'll freely admit, too, that, you know, this may be because we're Americans. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we have a, a without, without getting into a political discussion, we have a problem in this country right now. We are very divided as a people. Well, I, and to watch an episode that's worse really here, but it's yeah. happening everywhere. Yeah. It's happening in the UK as well. But I, I think it feels more, I mean, I'm sure if, if the UK is going to, obviously the UK owns Doctor Who, they're producing the show, they're paying for it. And they are dealing with a slice of their history because it was the England dissolving the empire status that carved up India into these different uh, uh, states. So, I mean, it's it's very much an issue that, yes, it's appropriate for them to tackle. I'm not saying that they're coddling to us or, or catering to us, but um, maybe that is coloring our perceptions a little bit that we're so, yeah. so dealing with it right now. Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's why it feels more well, social and, commentary. And to some extent, too, we're becoming much more of a global society. So a lot of our political issues are going to bleed over to the UK and vice versa. Yeah. Very true. Would agree. So I initially said that I'd, I like the fact that the aliens weren't evil and, you know, weren't. I'm kind of torn on it the more I think about it, though. Because, for the most part, they didn't even need to be there. They could have told the story without having those aliens. Well, I think, though, yes, they could have, but would it have been as exciting a story? Would they have been able to build the mystery that they, would they have, did? Would they, they would have, have had to obviously to, do something different. They, they put the sci-fi paint on it, is yeah, what they do. They and I think you have to do that, because I think they lend to this story the Doctor Who element. Because I think if the aliens hadn't been there... I think what happens then is it becomes more of a... The Doctor would be less likely to stick around. Well, yeah, and it becomes more of a um, BBC drama. You know what I mean? It, it, you've got to put that the, the, the Doctor inner element, and I think that that's what they do here. And it makes it very it interesting who. that other than that slap of paint, they didn't really contribute too much to the... Once you, If you step back and look at the overall plot of the episode, they don't really add that much to it. Well, except for the well, no, you're right. But I guess my point is that you can't have you. I don't think this could have been a Doctor Who episode without it, and I think that that's what that splash of paint there is for, <laughs> because we have to go into it perceiving, and the Doctor goes into it perceiving that there's an outside threat here. Yeah, and I think that's what they do is they give us the impression that there's an outside threat, and then ultimately we are relieved, or maybe not so much relieved, to learn that they are not the threat that there's 
and there's more of a a terrestrial struggle here that is the problem and i think that's what i like about this is that they're able to kind of misdirect us with that they go down that tropish area of how we expect our doctor who to happen and then they they pull that out and say no that's not what's what's going on here and i think that that misdirection i think is what another element of this that makes this story so good so would you take that away you lose then, it, then it's just it's colonialism in Pakistan and, and the dividing of of the, the borders that were set up and then then it's and it's the just you could have told you could have grandpa to, yeah but you could have told me that in any you know run of the mill BBC uh, period story right. I mean so then it's not Doctor Who so I think you have to have that element in order to give it purpose for the doctor to be there purpose for the 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 reason for i think that the the story wouldn't be as successful especially with fans had they not given us a little bit of that element well and so uh, the other side of that coin is i love the exploration of this assassin species who come back and their planet's gone and they don't get vengeful I like that too. And the social commentary within that helps lend to the social commentary within the uh, the rest of the episode too. So while I'm torn on it, if I, these I aliens up can forgive, the, why can't exactly you know <laughs> simple to humans? Yeah, so I wind up more on the I am I like it because of those things more than the well were they really necessary? It's a little bit of Thane uh, from uh, Mass Effect. I don't think you guys have played that one, mm-hmm. but he's he's an assassin who finds other reasons to keep going. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much in his character bio. Um, now, the, the, the aliens in this, I, I, I will say, too, that I like their, their, the character design of them. When they initially showed up, I was like, oh, Sycorax. Oh, wait, no, these are different. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, from from far away, from I far thought away. the same thing. I thought, oh, gosh, they, they, they're they reusing a design. It wasn't until we got a closer look at them. I was like, oh, no, that's a much more detail and intricate than I thought they would be. And so. way cooler looking yeah. than, than yeah. the Sycorax. Um, so there's that. But... Realistically, I, I, I kind of side with Keith. They, they, these aliens serve three purposes structurally to the plot. Purpose one, we have to have some sort of outside influence for the Doctor to stick around. Because she already feels like she's breaking a rule by coming and visiting relatives. And, and it's the wedding day. And it's the, oh, you're not the grandpa. Okay, let's go. She is ready to call, you know, game call due to rain. Oh, but there's aliens. Okay, well, now we kind of have to investigate. So it's the kind of linchpin for keeping the group there Breed. and not having the doctor put it for a gun. Yeah. The second function they serve is the MacGuffin of filling the doctor in on what actually happened. That it's through the aliens that she's right. able to yeah. find out that, oh, it's the brother who offed the guy, the, uh, yeah. the holy man. The holy man. And so, I mean, you could have worked that into the script without them, but it, it, it is the other purpose that they serve. But then, as Glenn pointed out, the third purpose is, it's Doctor Who. We have to have a. We have to have right. a monster. We have to have a. a you know, a scary. Even if it's seemingly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, you know, we have to have a threat. So. No, I think you. you It'll be nice to get you, back to proper villains. I though. think you hit the. Nail, <laughs> I, I think you really hit the nail on the head, though. That it it. First and foremost, it serves to the plot to keep the Doctor around. Give her a reason to stay yeah. because you're right. She for the by, same reason you get by, rid of the TARDIS. You get, by okay. any rights and means, she should have said, "Yeah, is this I'm I'm afraid this is how it happens. We've got to go. Your your hour is up." But it does. It serves the 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 plot to give her more reason to stick around there because something's afoot that only she can take care of. Yeah, 
I felt we, we, we get to the wedding ceremony and the uh, exchange afterwards and he gives her the watch and I was like, okay, cool. And it's kind of built up as, oh, this is the moment. And then she drops it or he drops it. Whoever drops it, they, 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 they drop it and it shatters. And there was this, what? That's it? I mean, I, I almost, I felt robbed. I felt cheated of the, there was supposed to be a great story to this. There was supposed to be some tragic, you know, why? And, and then she says, this is the exact moment. This is our time. Yeah, this, that and fixed I went, it for ah! me too. <laughs> that fixed it for me too, because I, I in my head envisioned, oh, well, he's going to get into some sort of fight and scuffle, or this is yeah. going to happen when he's, you know, when he's, if he's killed. And I just, I kept going through my head and it but that it was and then it didn't so happen. beautiful yeah, that it happened that oh. way and i was like you can put that away <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> it's a good story i think it's one of the best of the season and, and i haven't had one that i haven't liked so <laughs> yeah i think so far this season has been phenomenal there has not been i thought i don't think a clunker so far and even the parts that i have issues with i'm enjoying watching these four characters together so much that I can excuse a lot more stuff, I think. This one made me... I liked this one so much, it made me think, you know, maybe I'll re... When I go back for the rewatch and and go back and revisit these, except for the Spiders one, um, <laughs> that maybe I'll be able to pull something else out of it now that I've hit this point. I really kind of feel, I hope, that this was the hump, that this was now that I feel like I'm over the hump, that I'm okay with it. And even the... The, the moment where they were kind of off in the, you know, we, the, the guys over here doing the bachelor party uh, thing and the, the gals are all in the tent hanging out. And um, there's just, you know, Yaz and uh, 2B Grandma are having this moment. But they're all kind of, I mean, they're not playing it up. They're not having a, a, an actual bachelorette party the way Amy would have had one. But they're, they're just, right. you can tell they're just be having fun. And the doctor's sitting cross-legged behind them with her boots off. And she's got uh, it's just toes in the sand and just kind of there. And it's very childlike and very innocent. And it was the first time that I didn't mind that her pants were so short. <laughs> because it, it just it felt natural sort of in that moment. Yeah. And it was like, okay, maybe you're... Oh, they're, they're growing they're, on They're you. slowly wearing me down on this one. By the time he gets used to this outfit, she'll change. Yep. And All right. I'll, and then I'll celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, talk about what we got coming up on the schedule. Keith, do we have an episode title for next week's episode? Kerblam. Oh, what? It's really called Kerblam. It's called Kerblam. That's awesome. Kerblam. Kerblam. Well, we will be uh, discussing for, in depth Kerblam next for, week. For the next time tra- trailer, it seemed really quirky and kind of maybe on the edge of fun. You know, just kind of, you know. Yeah. And, and by that, I don't mean like a funny episode, but just it's kind of splashy and colorful and it looks like it's going to be fun so. yeah kablam. kablam now i think kablam. now i think based kablam. on the name it's going to be fun kablam. <laughs> well we will be covering that next week and um uh, and uh, you will enjoy it or else <laughs> Ooh. or else we'll take you to big finish and we'll lock you in a room with tom baker and you'll have to work for a living <laughs> All right, don't forget you can find us on TuneIn. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Play Store. 
and uh, Stitcher and many other uh, podcast aggregators. And if you want to send us money, you can do that through Patreon. Uh, every donation that's made through Patreon goes right back into the show. And we want to thank you for those who are already supporting us. All of your hard-earned money is going into uh, this product, and we appreciate it, and we continue to make it better. Anything else we need to discuss this week before we close this show? All right, if it's going to do it for this week, until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.